If you are a small business owner or entrepreneur, a coach is important to keep you on trend, relevant, and competitive. Welcome to ESCN, an iCoach 360 production. Your host is Michael Dawson, along with co-hosts Angelia Hobson and Diane Daniels. If you're looking to launch or grow your business, listen to what our guests have to say about winning in the game of business and important industry topics. Now, here's your host, Michael Dawson. Good morning, good morning. Uh, uh, Subbing in for Michael Dawson this morning, this is Rodney Davis. Uh, Hope all is doing well today. Welcome to ESCN and iCoach 360 production. Angelia, Diane, good morning. Good morning, Rodney. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today we've we've listened and uh, we've heard the audience and we've we've listened and we're responding. Uh, What we're going to do today, we've got an exciting show today. We're going to hear from you, uh, entrepreneurs out there that are looking for ways, ideas to increase their overall business. I think it's going to be a great show. Angelia, what are some of the things we're going to look at discussing today? Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, people who have emailed us over the few weeks that we've been on the air who said, you know, hey, we really like the Breakthrough Business Challenge model where you guys are really solving real business issues for people. And so we wanted to take some time to to talk to that today. Diane, you, you got any other thoughts on that? Well, we want to make sure that we provide solid, practical information and solutions for people who have questions. And so we thought we'd dedicate a whole show to doing that. We'll get back to the other format where we interview folks who've had successes, but we want to dedicate a whole show to answering business questions. Now, Angelia, you mentioned a little bit about the Breakthrough Business Challenge. Tell the audience exactly what what was that and how did that lead up to where we are right now? Okay, so we have an annual Breakthrough Business Challenge weekend where we work with a maximum of 50 entrepreneurs. So it's not a, a big stage. It's not a a lot of uh, rah-rah. It is really um, intimate conversation, content delivery, and helping them work through real business challenges. So helping them identify where their points of pain are, helping them uh, talk about growth strategies, helping them build a strategic plan if that's what they need. But they spend a weekend with us and uh, I coach 360 coaches as well as industry experts. So this past time we had a um, a finance the dream panel, right? So the dream is free, I always say, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, so every- you better have one, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> so, so everybody has this dream about how they're going to do it, but then the question is, where's the money come from, right. right? You've tapped out potentially friends and family, you've potentially tapped out savings, and you, you have this idea, so where do you go? So on our panel this year, was uh, from a banking standpoint, uh, Wintrust has been a great partner to us. So Wintrust Bank was there. Uh, VEDC is also a great partner of ours. They are an alternative lender. So they were on the panel. And uh, dear to our heart is Mr. Corey Mays. Okay. And he is an angel investor. And so he was there um, uh, to talk about what he looks for when he's ready to finance a business. And so that was just one element of it. Uh, and then we did some content delivery. The Believe Coach was there. So we do this every year um, to work with businesses. Uh, the drumbeat is getting a little louder for us to do it more than once a year. So <laughs> That's uh, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that may be on the agenda. So so when was this? This actually occurred a, a few weeks ago, a month or so ago. Was that? Uh, yeah, this one was uh, October 9th and 10th. We usually do it in the fall in preparation of getting people to think strategically about the upcoming year. Okay. So you got the year coming. You're in the fourth quarter. Um, as long as I've been in business for myself, my fourth quarter has always been about planning. Right. Let's sit down now. Let's write the strategic plan for next year. Let's take a reflection on what happened this year and how do we adjust Correct and continue, right? Absolutely. And, of course, by this being the fourth quarter, that's what you hear and see in all businesses is that, you know, it's it's holiday seasons coming up. You're planning. You're seeing where we went wrong or what we could, you know, really do better for the year coming up. How do we plan that out? How do we move forward? Diane, do you have anything to share with that as well? Oh, yes. What I was going to say, too, is um, October, September and October is a good time also to kind of stem the flow of any problems that you may have in the year. And so sometimes the fourth quarter is just enough time to have a solid ending, you know, to the fiscal year if you need that. And so a lot of times we get questions about, uh, you know, how to make sure that I show up, what I need to show up to meet my original plan by the end of the year. So in addition to planning for the next year, you know, how do I make sure I tie this year up with a bow and, and move on into the next year with a, in a good position? Part of the um, strategic plan, of course, should be short-term, medium-term, and long-term. So sometimes quarter-to-quarter planning for adjustments is really important. Right. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, let's let's jump right into things. Uh, I think we have our first caller uh, Wanda, I think, is holding the. Let's go to Wanda and see what her issues are, uh, Angelie and Diane, and see if we can solve those or at least help uh, and get her on the right path. All right. Sounds good. Good morning, Wanda. Are you on? Good morning, yes. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Welcome, good. Welcome to uh, ESC and I Coach 360. Tell us, uh, Wanda, little, tell us your background and kind of some of the issues that you're having in your business. Well, I'm currently a realtor, and um, I'm interested in running my practice more like a small business. So I'm asking the panel, what steps would I take in order to create that? So thanks for calling in, Wanda. We're excited you're here. I'm actually going to turn this one over to Diane. We've been having lots of discussion and, and actually been approached by several practitioners uh, to start having just this discussion. So, Diane, you want to jump in and take that one? Oh, sure. I, you know, a lot of times we have people who are uh, providing professional services, realtors, um, even doctors, lawyers, and dentists who uh, serve the public and have an individual what I call practice. And so realtors find that they have individual clients that they serve and have to run a lot of their business kind of on their own. And so instead of thinking of yourself as a realtor, you might want to think of yourself as a sole proprietor, a person who is kind of in charge of business transactions and wanting to maximize that. Even though you have a particular area of expertise, you should really think of yourself as providing a service to a customer. And so service providers should do the same level of planning that other companies and corporations do. Um, small corporations, large corporations have uh, set aside or set up a vision and mission. So if you start out with making sure that you have a particular mission, what type of real estate do you want to focus on? Do, is there a particular area of real estate that uh, you enjoy or you have expertise in? 
is there a particular area or region that you sell real estate in, et cetera, et cetera. And so you think of yourself as an entity with a mission and a vision of what type of services you want to provide. And then you think about what kind of client you serve so that you can hone in your particular marketing and advertising to that particular kind of client. You think about um, how to be efficient from a financial standpoint. Um, uh, Revenue coming in serves as your income, but should also serve as a source of funding for your company. And so you want to think about how to manage, in addition to paying your own salary, so to speak, how do you manage the other expenses of the business, what kind of tax implications you have, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to think about the strategy, the vision, and the mission. You want to think about how you operate. You want to think about what the marketing and advertising angle is and um, how to ensure that over your planning period, we just talked about that, a um, uh, fiscal year is from what point to what point, probably for a realtor, it should be from January to December um, for fiscal year. What exactly is, uh, you know, what steps I have to take to ensure that I have the proper tax uh, um, considerations, et cetera, et cetera. So the... The idea would be to not think of yourself as a realtor, but think of yourself as a uh, provider of services, an entity that provides services that has a mission and a vision, just like any other corporate organization would do. And I'll add to that really quickly. And I'll add to that really quickly, um, Wanda, even just looking at your financials like a business, right? So there's so much that realtors yes. can write off, right? So there yes. is, I mean, yes. just just the amount of ink, paper, uh, notary services, uh, gas, mileage. I mean, so all of those things play into being able to help you uh, reduce kind of some of that uh, overall uh, revenue, I guess, and be able to take some of the tax benefits uh, of being a realtor. So even just looking at all those financials, I think, are, are very helpful. Yes. And, and Wanda, I'm sorry. Let me let me ask you this, Wanda. How, how long have you been a realtor? And and you know, I know this will help you, but but how long are you you planning on doing it? Are you planning on expanding? What's kind of your your short term ideas in in your overall business? Well, well, I've been a realtor now for eight years, and um, unfortunately, I entered the market as it was crashing, um, mm-hmm. and so I had a number of. Um, experiences, I should say, with distressed property and short sales and, and, and items of that sort, foreclosures. So um, I would like to enter into another type of market, uh, and that is my long-term term goal, getting into a more high-end market. That sounds good. Now, how do you see yourself doing that, transitioning from from, you know, the foreclosures, the, the short sales and things like that, how do you transition into that type of a market? What's the best strategy that you see doing that's, that? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Diane could answer. Yeah, that. man, that's a, that's well, a challenge. You know what, here, <laughs> that is a great question. But first I would say, first to ask yourself why you think you must move into that market. So before the how, you have to ask yourself why. And then you have to ask yourself, who else is in there, right? So what is the competitive landscape? Sometimes we go after what we think is uh, more lucrative financially before we realize Mm -hmm. that moving into that area may cost us more 
right? Because as you right. move into selling at that level, it may, it may take more expense. And so at the end of the day, the question is, who are my competitors? How tight is that market, right? So why am I moving into that, and then how? So if once you understand the why, then you can ID or identify what the uh, competitive landscape is, and then start to okay. understand the how. So I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily answer the how right now. Before you ask yourself, what drives you towards that? If it's the challenge of dealing with the properties that you have been dealing with. The question is, okay, what is most challenging about that? Because there's money to be made in the area you're in. Um, the question is, you know, are there things? Pardon me. Are there things that can be um, done strategically to make it more efficient, effective, and uh, lucrative for you? Well, I, I tell you okay. what. Let, let, let's. let's, let's, let's I'm, I'm sorry, Wanda. Let's take a break right here. Uh, what I want to do is is maybe follow up. Maybe you have a couple of questions on that topic, kind of the why. And, and, and I got a quick follow-up. And Angelia has to add a little bit to that as well. But let's take a quick break, and then we'll, we'll come right back to you. So hold on a second. You're listening to uh, iCoach360 ESCN. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. IC3U, a premier virtual entrepreneurial university. Just like in sports, you need a great coach in the game of business. Enroll in IC3U for entrepreneurial skill and agility to play and win big. IC3U offers academically grounded curriculum coupled with practical application delivered to you globally and virtually. Our coaches are in the game with you. From assessment to immersion, as you move through the program, you meet with course-specific experts to work on your tailor-made roadmap to success. Participants receive accelerated learning, industry and client navigation skills, as well as a developed enhanced leadership capacity for sustainability. For your customized roadmap, Send us a note at www.i-coach360.com or call us at 630-613-7360. Is your brand easily recognizable? Does your target market know exactly what you do? Innovative Concepts Unlimited helps small businesses promote their products and services as well as showcase their stories of speakers and coaches. Our capabilities include cutting-edge media solutions, such as high-definition commercials, applications to keep you connected to your customers, and creative and graphic branding design. Get started today on the path to enhancing your brand. Call us at 708-516-0778 or visit our website at www. .icunlimited.net When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to ESCN, an iCoach 360 production. To reach our live program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. 
You may also send questions or comments to ESCN at i-coach360.com. Now, back to the show. Good morning, good morning, and we're back. And, and right before break, we're talking to Wanda here on the line, who's a realtor. And Wanda was looking to kind of transition her business from uh, somewhat foreclosures, short sale properties, on to more of a higher end. And the question uh, was raised by Diane was why. So as we finish up this conversation, I guess uh, Angelia wants to add her point, and then we'll hear a little more from Wanda. Yeah, so I just kind of wanted to jump back in. And so, you know, I think, Diane, the why is always the obvious, how do I make more money, right? And so I think to your point, Wanda was explaining that she has these uh, credentials around distressed properties. So it's just a matter of which distressed properties, right? So are you doing distressed property in an economically challenged area? But there's still distressed properties in some affluent areas that are still, you know, kind of residual from the fallout of the of the uh, real estate crash. So I think it's just transitioning that hard skill that you have, Wanda, in distressed properties to a neighborhood where the properties are still more high end, but still with that distressed property uh, designation. That's that's correct, and and the reason being the why. As is, it doesn't matter the price tag on the property. You still have to put in the same amount of work. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so and so, my thing is since I had this experience, I I would like to use my experience in a more affluent area because it's the same amount of work. Absolutely. No, I I totally agree, and you know. Uh, again, Wanda, this was a lot of information for you already this morning, but, but hopefully this is something that will help you transition your business into that next level where you're looking to go. We appreciate your call in today, and if you ever have any other questions, you know how to reach out to us at iCoach360. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys' answers. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. you, Wanda. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Great call. Let's let's let's, let's go back to the to the phone lines. We've got a, a line of them here, and we want to get everybody in. Hopefully, uh, Angelia, uh, we've got another on hold here. Not sure the name, but let's let's go to the second line here and see who we have. Who do we have on the, on the line here? Sh- Sh- Shanita, are you there? Shanita. Hi. Shanita, how are you? Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to ESCN I Coach awesome. Three Sixty Production. How are you this morning? Awesome. Good, good. Tell us a little bit about about yourself and your business and maybe some of the challenges that, that you're having. Okay, well, I am um, I'm a startup. I'm going into um, property management. I'm doing it currently for someone else, but I think it's ready to kind of branch out on my own. But before I get into that, I did want to tell those that did not get the opportunity to attend the BBC weekend that you missed an awesome, awesome, awesome treat. Oh, thank awesome. you. Thanks for that plug. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yes, thank you, Janita. <laughs> no, no, it really was awesome. I mean, many of us have gone to several conferences before, and usually, you know, you walk away like, oh, that was great. But to have the, the opportunity, it was kind of like an intimate business setting where you had the opportunity to really ask questions and really network and get to know some people, and that was amazing. That's awesome. And uh, you guys should continue to keep that up. And those of you that didn't make it, make sure you make it next time because I'm a survivor. (laughs) There you go. You survived the challenge. There you go. You got the pictures to prove it, right? (laughs) 
I do. <laughs> um, I so, just had a quick yeah. question. Not, okay. Not necessarily for myself, but I was having a conversation with someone the other day. Um, he owns a construction company. And um, he's got some things that he wants to do in, in this, you know, this business and some changes that he want to make. And all these things he was talking about. And I said, you know what, it sounds like you need a business coach. And he said, well, why mm-hmm. do I need a business coach when Google is right there and all the information I could possibly <laughs> need is right there at the swipe of my fingertips? So I just want to know today for myself and so that when I'm talking to others, can you kind of explain to me, why having a business coach is much more productive and profitable than Google could ever be. Okay, I think Diane's going to handle that one, Diane. Yeah, well, you know, the great thing is that we do have Google, and we, that means that we have access to information. The question is, how much time do we want to spend trying to figure out <laughs> the right information to search for? Okay? Right. And so the coach, the coach is not the person who finds the information for you, um, you know, does runs your business for you. The coach is the one who guides you and and helps to um, kind of narrow down, narrow your focus, ask particular questions, and lead you in the right direction. Um, you can spend all day and all night on uh, the computer, googling different things, coming up with different ideas, and being distracted from the real thing that you need to work on for your business. You know, how many of us know people either ourselves, but we don't want to be honest about it, or family members who can't get off of Google? In other words, right, they're right. on it all the time. <laughs> you get sucked in, and one link takes you to another link, and another right. link mm-hmm. takes you to another link. And in an area of interest, you can be on that forever. You look up and you go, whoa, I've been on here for two hours. Two hours, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that is That's great. True. <laughs> I think it is absolutely fabulous when I think about where we are today with access to information. But just as we tell our young people, you have to, one, get the right information, and two, use it appropriately, right? Right. So you don't want to be misguided Mm -hmm. or misdirected by false information, you know what I mean, or things that don't Uh actually apply to what you need. And so a business coach can actually give you specific guidance in the areas that you need, and then you go find more information on the topic. Absolutely. And and so I'll I'll add to that, Shanita. So I always say to people, could you get there on your own? Probably. The question is, how long will it take you to get there on your own? And so it's not the Mm -hmm. time that we've spent doing the wrong thing. It's the time that we haven't done the right thing. Right. So it's just time lost. And so to Diane's point, you get lost in this. First of all, everything on Google is not 100 percent. Right. And you've spent Mm -hmm. all this time in this research mode and you're not doing anything except uh, sometimes just harboring and collecting data. It's not. So a coach spurs you to say, here's your next task. Here's your next steps. Here's how we're going to get from here to here. I mean, that's the difference. There's someone actually uh, moving along the path and the process with you. And and also, I'd like to add. I'm, I'm sorry, Diane. And also, I'd like to add with that, and just being uh, more of a, of a human side of things, I think, uh, helps as well, where you have that motivation from someone to kind of push you versus uh, seem as like you against the world, so to speak. So that's just something I thought about as I'm listening here is, you know, I like to be able to speak with someone to say, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And then challenge you to move on to do different things. So that was just something I thought to add as well. 
No, that's a great point. That's a great point, Ronnie. And I was going to say you 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 definitely um, want to have someone who understands the particular issues or the particular situation that you're in uniquely, right? And so that person then can guide you specifically towards the solutions that you need for you and your business. And I, I got to tell so you that most. Of, go ahead. Does clients generally come with? questions already or is there like an assessment process or like how does it generally work? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, oftentimes clients approach us and they already have a ton of questions. They have, you know, I tell the story all the time where people go to seminars, workshops, all kinds of other things and they come to us and say, hey, I attended this or I attended that and I still don't understand how to implement it. Okay, so there's oftentimes where people come in there inundated because too much information is still too much. It, it doesn't right. help you. Uh, you can easily become overwhelmed and then you become stagnant because you don't know what to do next. So um, so sometimes they, they do come with questions. We absolutely have an assessment process through iCoach 360. It's about 60 questions. Uh, we are looking for uh, things in that like determining fit. Uh, looking at the idea, whether or not the idea for the business is fully thought out or if it needs uh, us to help the client kind of blow that idea out a little bit more. Uh, so we do have that, and then we will put you into a modulized process uh, or individualized coaching. So we have both. Awesome. Awesome. So, so, so Shanita, next time you, you've kind of faced with that challenge and someone asks you, you know, does that make sense as far as answering that question for you? It does, actually. I, I honestly feel like it, I can probably start doing some marketing when I hang up today. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> well, thank you, Tanita. Absolutely. That's really, great. That, that's that's great. Really Again, to, you know, the, the, yes. I think, I think any really type of a coach. Add insight. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. To be able to help an iCoach360 is definitely the, a good start in doing that. So we, we really appreciate your call. Is there anything else, uh, Angelia or... Uh, Diane, that you want to add before we let uh, Shanita go on her Saturday morning? Yeah, I'm going to add one more thing, and then we're going we're, we're gonna to have to take a quick break. But um, the only thing I like to say to whoever is looking for a coach, when you are identifying that person, just make sure that it is a person that has the expertise that you need, right? Because people have mm -hmm. different varying degrees of knowledge or they've run different kinds of businesses. So if you are looking for a coach and you are attempting to take your business to a million-dollar business, however, the coach that you're speaking to has only ever run a business and made $50,000, they can't get you there. So it's just taking a look at that person's um, uh, experience and how they can help you navigate to where you're trying to go. So that's the only tip that I give to people when they're looking for a coach. Find one that's done what you're attempting to do. Good information. That makes sense. Well, again, uh, Shanita, we appreciate your call. And, again, if you ever have any other questions, you know how to reach us uh, at Coach360. Appreciate your call. You have, a, you have a great day. Thank you. You look well, guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. I think I, I think right now what we'll do is step away and, and we've got the phone lines here just lighting up. So let's step away on a break here. We come back uh, in a few minutes and two and two for another uh, round of uh, ESCN iCoach 360 and another caller.
If you're looking for a dynamic speaker for your next event, book Angelia Hobson. Angelia Hobson is an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial coach, trainer, small business advocate, chief strategist, business developer, facilitator, speaker, and author. Her ability to communicate to individuals in large groups and to connect on a personal level have been demonstrated through her many public speaking engagements. She's lectured, taught, and spoken to groups at institutions of higher learning, church conferences, healthcare events, and corporate conferences across the country on topics including entrepreneurship, leadership, sales and business development, marketing and branding, occupational safety, as well as applications of spiritual teachings to create your best life. Passionate and funny, Angelia tells her personal story of strength, determination, tenacity, and a pursuit of legacy. Notable listeners have referred to Angelia as authentic, engaging, and electrifying. Her visionary message has been appealing to broad audiences throughout the years. Book Angelia today for your next event by visiting www.angeliahopson.com or call 630-613-7360. Again, the site is www.angeliahopson.com or call her at 630-613-7360. Looking for an inspirational read? Pick up a copy of Entrepreneur Within You, TEW3. Chapter 16 of TEW3 is an excerpt from Angelia's upcoming book, The Truth About Entrepreneurship, where she discusses topics such as how to get from dreaming to doing, award versus spin, supply diversity in America, bootstrapping 101, people will think you're crazy, staying power, networking is not relationship building, and so much more. TEW3 is a national collection of well-regarded entrepreneurs who are trendsetters and visionaries who are passionately pursuing their dreams. Their desire is to empower, equip, and inspire others to do the same while sharing their stories and experiences. Get your copy today at www.i-coach360.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to ESCN, and I Coach 360 production. To reach our live program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send questions or comments to ESCN at i-coach360.com. Now, back to the show. Good morning, and, and we're back. Uh, great information so far discussed. Uh, we're, we're already halfway through the show, and, and we've got callers still waiting to get in. So let's just jump right in uh, right now to the next call. We have Maura on the line. Maura, good morning. Maura, are you there? All right. Good morning. How are you? How are you today? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Good. Good morning. Good. We've got both uh, Diane Daniels and 
and uh, Angelia Hobson on uh, as well as myself. More, tell us a little bit about yourself, more and uh, your business experience and some of the challenges you may be facing at this particular time. Okay, my name is Morris Spicer, and my uh, business is called New Expectations and Associates. It is a private practice counseling, DUI service, and substance abuse. We've been in business for around two years. We are located on uh, 17 East 47th Street. Uh, right now, we're doing pretty well, but I'm looking to try to expand so that I can afford to hire staff. So my question is, how do I scale it for growth? Well, that's a good question, Angelia. Will you handle that, or is that Diane? Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I'll jump. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in. All right. <laughs> so, so more. That's a, that's a great question, and uh, we're really happy you called. Uh, we seem to be getting uh, a lot of um, groundswell around practitioners like yourself, and and how do you see yourself? And so, if you um, got a chance to listen in earlier, uh, we had a call from a realtor. So kind of a similar situation. And, and oftentimes, uh, practitioners don't necessarily see themselves as business people. And so, you know, I guess my follow-up question to you would be, like, just how much have you put into looking at your actual strategic plan, um, doing uh, an annual budget, um, and, and those types of things that drive, you know, potential growth? Um, well, I, I, I created a budget prior to moving to this new location where I, I um, pretty much itemized everything that I was going to be going out. And I have not created a follow-up budget based on the number of clients that has came in. We did, we did do a lot of strategic planning due to quite a few mistakes being made prior to moving to this location. But I guess to answer your question, um, minimum, minimum budgeting and strategic planning. Okay. So those are real drivers, you know. So so um, once a year, we were just talking about our Breakthrough Business Challenge where we get together with business owners and we kind of help them with that planning process. But I would say uh, for me, I've been in business for 18 years, the planning is very essential, right? And so how do you know uh, or, or do uh, a calculated estimation of how many clients you're going to get this year? What clients are you going to go after this year? You know, um, I believe you said you are in the state of Illinois. So in the state of Illinois, we know that there's a serious budget crisis. And so for a lot of practitioners who are dependent on state-funded programs that pay for their clients, and, you know, in your case, substance abuse and some of those, those are challenging. And so how do you diversify your clientele to be able to go after clients that are not dependent on, on the federal or state budgets. That's a big one. And so I think that is uh, probably one of the things to really look at as a practitioner in your field is where are there dollars being spent, clients I can attract uh, without it being part of the program. Would you agree with that, Diane? I would, absolutely, Angelia. Great, great point you're making. The other thing is to um, understand the importance of spending time on the pl on the planning portion of the business. You know, as a um, leader in your organization, probably, probably for some time, the sole provider of services, right. you know, sometimes it's hard to take a step back, get the time, find the time, make the time to do the planning. And so you said you did minimal planning, but you did some planning, which is really great. That is great. planning because you saw some issues that had occurred and you wanted to avoid those issues going forward. Excellent approach, right? And so those steps are really, really important. 
But the piece that can add tremendous value is to take a step back um, and and really understand the source of your clients. Where do your clients come from? Where do you want your clients to come from? So right. current state, where, where do my clients come from? Then think about, you know, where are there other clients that could potentially use your services? And then determine how many clients you really need to have to bring in a level of revenue that can allow you to source additional staffing. Right. right. So it really, for, for professional services like yours, it's how many clients, given the practical nature of the work that you do and the, um, you know, price that, the limited kind of price that you can charge for the services, if you will, right? What is really um, the number for you? Current types of clients, how many do you need? One, to bring in enough revenue to pay yourself and then um, pay your expenses, pay for the location that you've moved to, et cetera. And then from a growth standpoint, okay, how many more patients do I need to bring in that revenue? And then what kind of staff, what resources, people resources will I need to support yet a growth in um, patient volume? So those are right. the planning questions that I would start with first. Who are the clients that I have now? Where are the other clients that I could potentially get? What are the sources from that? What's the revenue generation that would be tied to that? And then what could that afford me in terms of increased resources? Does that right. make sense, Moore? Yes, that sounds great. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, Moore, let, 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 let me ask you this as well. Now, you're... You say that you're thriving. You're doing you're doing pretty good. Now, I've always heard the saying: you have to take one step back to take two steps forward. Right. Are you are you kind of challenged with the, the 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 fact that you may have to take a step back before you can move forward and bring in on additional help, or is it pretty much we're just not there yet? I think it's more so challenge because um, I believe I believe that we're there right now, but I think that we, um, you may be right as far as having to take a step back um, and just evaluating where, where I'm at right now. But I think that we have um, we have hit the ground running and we're doing pretty well. So um, just taking a step back and reevaluating the situation. You know, that's, I can't emphasize enough the importance of planning. And, and you have done some planning. And this is that whole thing about why do you need a coach. It's to help you figure out the right planning. Sometimes we spend right. time on the – on other elements that might not be as crucial given where you are in your business. And so the type of planning I really do recommend is what I described. And it, it may not take as long as you think. You know, just, just carving out the time that you can carve out or you should really just carve out the time and get focused on that piece because no one knows, you know, your business like you. <laughs> so Absolutely. you're critical in doing that planning uh, um, as part of that process. And the thing I will add to that is using Diane's formula about how to arrive at the revenue to be able to afford the person. Once you are able to afford that first staff member, you really then set yourself up for accelerated growth because that person is able to take away from you, whether that is a person that is on a payroll, that's someone you're bartering with, whether it's a yeah. contractor or a virtual assistant. 
There are all kinds of ways to get additional help. But once you get that additional help and that person's able to offload some of the things that are not critical or some of the things that you are doing that don't necessarily add value to the business, that is when you'll be able to spend more of the time that you're doing some of those um, less uh, critical tasks to parlay that into um, more time to use for sales calls, more times to identify those right clients and get in front of them. So the sooner you can get that using uh, Diane's formula and get to that staff person, and like I said, it doesn't have to be a, a, a W-2 employee. Um, use some of those things to, to take some of that critical, some of that less critical work off you, the faster you'll be able to, to step up the growth process. Do you agree, Diane? I do, absolutely agree, yes. Yeah. So more does that does that all make sense? And that's coming to grips with you just you know, really taking that step back and, and looking to expand. Is that something that you're looking to do in the near future? Or and I know you're contemplating with it now, but but how do you see yourself looking this time next year? Uh, well, based off what you guys said, I took I took the notes and I am um, going to read over them. I, I, I do plan on practicing. I think that um, you guys hit it right on the head. And um, just the planning is the most important thing right now. So if, if, I, if I follow this little plan or follow this process, then I think I should be fine next year, this time next year. Awesome. Right. And, what I would, and what I would challenge you to do is, is, as well is this time next year, we'd like to hear right. about how you've expanded and some of the things you went through, you know, a year later. And, and again, that, that's something that we'd love to hear is the, are those success stories and those things that would help other entrepreneurs make that decision to take a step back, to take a few steps forward. Uh, we'd like to hear from you uh, in the near future. So we, we definitely uh, wish you all the luck in expanding your business and your practice. And remember, uh, iCoach360 is here for you to help in any kind of way you may need. Okay, I really appreciate that. And thank you guys for taking my call. All right, thanks so much. Have a great thanks, day. Well, have a good day. Mm-hmm. Boy, another, another, great, another great question uh, and great answers as well let's let's take our our one of our final breaks i guess we got a couple of breaks left but we have uh glenda on the on the line waiting for us we'll come back to after break but let's continue the discussion on i coach 360 Have you ever heard of a voiceover artist? People listen to them daily because companies use voiceovers to help show consumers a picture with their voices of the services or products, and they love them. Well, it can if you hire the professional voiceover services of Michael Dawson. It doesn't matter if it's a radio or television commercial, an in-store announcement, a character for a video game, or some menu option for a phone system. When you need professionally recorded voiceover work done, call Michael Dawson at 630-715-3378 or visit his website at www.michaeldawsonvo.com. That's Michael Dawson at 630-715-3378 or visit his website at www.michaeldawsonvo.com. And remember... Words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with shades of deeper meaning. If you're looking for a dynamic speaker for your next event, 
Book Angelia Hobson. Angelia Hobson is an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial coach, trainer, small business advocate, chief strategist, business developer, facilitator, speaker, and author. Her ability to communicate to individuals and large groups and to connect on a personal level have been demonstrated through her many public speaking engagements. She's lectured, taught, and spoken to groups at institutions of higher learning, church conferences, healthcare events, and corporate conferences across the country on topics including entrepreneurship, leadership, sales and business development, marketing and branding, occupational safety, as well as applications of spiritual teachings to create your best life. Passionate and funny, Angelia tells her personal story of strength, determination, tenacity, and a pursuit of legacy. Notable listeners have referred to Angelia as authentic, engaging, and electrifying. Her visionary message has been appealing to broad audiences throughout the years. Book Angelia today for your next event by visiting www.angeliahopson.com or call 630-613-7360. Again, the site is www.angeliahopson.com or call her at 630-613-7360. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to ESCN, an iCoach 360 production. To reach our live program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send questions or comments to ESCN at i-coach360.com. Now, back to the show. And what a show it is. We, we're having some great discussion on entrepreneurship and some of the challenges that many entrepreneurs are having uh, out there in the business world. Uh, we're going to take another caller at this time. We have Glenda on the line that's been holding. Thanks, Glenda, for your patience. And uh, Glenda, are you there right now? Yes, I am. I have two good morning. Questions. How are you uh, today? I'm good. The good, first question good. is, I recently had two opportunities to enter into a partnership. How do you evaluate if going into a partnership is a good idea? Good question. That's the first question. Diane, Diane I think that's for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't actually much, start yeah. that with okay, it. Okay, okay. Angelina, that's I'll for you. Start, huh? I'll jump in. So... So I started my business uh, with partners, and I didn't do a lot of evaluation. I got uh, hugely blessed on that. They were two really good friends, and so I was able to move in. And we, the one thing that I would tell you that was really important to us was to have delineated duties. Well, first of all, before we got to that, was to uh, identify our core values, And so entering into a partnership is really like entering into a marriage. That person can go out and obligate you and your business financially. Uh, They can sign things that will uh, obligate you legally. Uh, And so having that core value structure is really what's important first. And then secondly was the delineated duties. You know, we did very different things. My partners were 
um, investment bankers by trade. They did the fiscal operations for my company. I did the sales, marketing, and management. They didn't play in my sandbox. I didn't play in their sandbox. We got together, and together we were a whole. And we were able to take what we had as an entire structure and deliver good value to the client. So th- those are my tips. Diane? Yeah, those are really, really key pieces. The other piece is to evaluate what the benefit to you and your organization or your business is to partnering. So do you need additional um, people or human resources in order to function? Do you need additional financial resources in order to function? Do you need a combination of both? What is your particular area of expertise? And what is it that they, this partnership would bring to the table? Sometimes we have people approaching us for partnership because they see that our business is lucrative, is running well, and they want to jump in. I mean, it's just truthful. I mean, That's right. Truthful. <laughs> and so sometimes people see it as an opportunity for them to gain. And the question is, well, what's in it for me? What value do I actually get? And what does my business um, benefit from such a partnership? So now how would you know the answers to these? I mean, you know, when someone poses a partnership to you, how do you evaluate their answers? Well, first, you have to have your own plan. What is your strategic plan? Do you see a hole somewhere in terms of resources, financial or human, you know, operating resources? Do you see a hole in your original plan? And are you trying to partner, you trying to partner with someone who can bring that resource to you? Those are real, valid, great reasons to partner. Okay, but partnering because we both have great ideas and it sounds good, not so much. So we always have to anchor as small as our operation is. We anchor ourselves in our own plan. So we talk about strategic planning a lot and it seems um, broad and overwhelming, the idea of strategic planning. But the planning part is really simple. What business am I in? Why? What do I need in order to function? So if, as you look at your own plan and what it is that you have established for your own business, if you see that there is a, a hole, a opportunity um, to connect in a particular area, either of weakness or shortcoming on your behalf, you know, then you evaluate partnership proposals based on that. So there, these things are also important in understanding when you should partner and maybe when you should pass up a partnership opportunity. Right. Um, I always, get, I always mm-hmm. get down to those basic questions, you know, the who, what, when, where, and why. You know, why does someone okay. want to partner with you? What hole does it fill? Okay. I've got a question to, to ask you, Diane, with that. Is there sure. a difference in, in that strategy if the person is starting up from scratch versus a business that's already operating and adding on partners? Would that be the same type? strategy or is that a different kind of strategy if you have two different scenarios like that? Yeah, I think the evaluation piece is the same. The, the resulting strategy could be different. The evaluation piece is if you are a startup and you don't have resources, you first have to determine for your own self what business are you trying to get in and then what sources of help do you need? Is it financial? Do you need an equity partner? Or do you need a cash infusion so that you can get off of, up and running and then you pay that person back? You know, we talked about the angel investor, 
versus the uh, capital funder um, and the commercial bank gives you a line of credit. So he is, what is it that you need in terms of just starting up? I have this idea. I want to get it up and running. Do you need a partner who is your idea generator? You know what That's I mean? Right. Just evaluating yourself. Our belief coach, Nick uh, Dillon, always talks about believing in yourself, but he's talking about knowing yourself. So what are your specific areas of expertise? What are you good at? And if you're just starting up, know what you're good at, know where you're trying to go, and then go and try to find the resources to partner with you um, to fill in the gaps that are after. Does that answer your question, Glenda? That answers my question very thoroughly. And part of some (laughs) of the second question also um, when considering buying in, buying a business, what is a good thing to evaluate other than the bottom line that that business is making a profit? So I'm going to go back to my first one, and then I'll give it to Diane because we're going to be short on time here. But mine is still about core values. Identifying the core values that you have uh, with the person if you are going to be either merging or acquiring because even though you're going to acquire it and bring it under your umbrella you need to understand how they've run the business uh... in your case i believe you said it's a daycare center so how have they treated those other parents how are you then going to merge those cultures together so i think even if you're going to acquire it you got to answer that question first Diane. no culture is huge angelia i mean i a lot of times, even at the largest corporations, the largest business entities, That's right. like they have common products and services, but then they did not take a look at how those businesses are run, That's what right. their core values are, and how to merge cultures. The That's leaders right. in each organization establish the culture for the organization. Those values can be totally different. doesn't matter how much money hits the bottom line. You try to put those two cultures together money starts, it's like a seed. <laughs> it's know, a disaster, it's right? Money, right. <laughs> exactly. Money is just pouring out the door because right. you don't have a grip on it. So culture, understanding their mission, vision, values, all of those pieces are huge when it comes to um, partnering like that. Well, those are, those are great answers. Uh, Glenda, is there anything else that you want to add or, or any other question, follow-up questions to those questions as we're looking under a minute we have a a few seconds if you have anything else to to add with that and just thinking about um if there's two pointers from each one of the um panelists of other than that bottom line because the profit can look really great but i know that there are other things we do want to make sure the core value runs up and what is the atmosphere of how their parents are being treated and the business has been run overall and how will it be conducive to new management coming in to take over that would that be a good thing or would that be a bad thing would it be acceptable but are there some other factors that i need to be looking at and 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 then angelie or or diane you have 15 seconds to answer that question all right so we're gonna have to actually uh probably take that one offline glenda and and work on a little bit more through (laughs) icoach 360 uh because we're gonna run out of time to answer that one but i think that we've hit the the highlights in terms of the the four points yeah we did and, and again, excellent we appreciate questions. your excellent question. And that pretty much concludes the show today. Uh, great, great questions great from show. entrepreneurs. Yeah, time flew, didn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable how, how that hour goes so fast. We have That's some right. great questions, but we want to thank everybody for joining in this morning. And and again, look for iCoach360 anytime you have any entrepreneur needs. iCoach360.com. Thank you. Thank you.
you for tuning into ESCN. Please join Michael Dawson, Angelia Hobson, and Diane Daniels for another edition next Saturday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Central Time, and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Or catch a weekly rebroadcast on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about what iCoach360 can do for you and your business, visit i-coach360.com. Have a great week.